Hi, my name is Ali Hart and you're very welcome. You're listening to How to Build a Creative Business in a Noisy World. And this is the start of a very exciting series for me. This is called the Hindsight Series. And I will be finally getting around to um, chatting to people, different people about their experiences of 2020, of life in general, and again, inspiring you on how you can move forward in your creative business. So I thought, what better way to start than with the people that I know and love, Uh, one of whom is Sharon, who is my PA. Hi, Sharon. Hi. She joins me today. This is the first time I've used Zoom to record video because now what you'll be able to do is if if you've only ever listened to my voice on podcast, you'll be able to see my um, scarecrow-like hair on my (laughs) Ali Hart YouTube as well. So um, Sharon is with me today and we thought it's just a really good way to start because some people prefer video, some people prefer audio and um, it's going to be a really strong series with lots of people. So you're very welcome today, Sharon. Hi. Thank you very much. We We were joking there because um, Sharon and I do at the minute because of COVID. Yes, we're still in COVID. Um, We do all of our meetings now via Zoom. So uh, we both have to do lists at the end. And I know that Sharon's very organized with piles of stuff all around her that she has organized and decided needs dealt with. I need them all for today. (laughs) But we are not allowed to do that today. So Sharon, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell us a bit about yourself. Give whatever title you want. Of course, it says on the screen, PA to Ali Hart, but you're much more than that, so. Well, um, yeah, so I'm Sharon, obviously. I'm married to Mark, have been for, I don't know, a couple of years now. Um, I have two teenage daughters, well, one almost teenage, which is Ali's daughter, Sophie, and Emma, and then I have my little baby, little Jacob, um, and mum to my little dog, Lima. Not little mum. He's not little either, he's very big. No, no, no. The, the baby nor the dog or the husband or little the rest of the <laughs> yeah so and do you want to tell us a bit about your background then there's obviously a gap between the girls and your wee man yeah so I originally I was married uh first time around in 2004 to the girl's daddy and then had a gap of about seven or eight years you're a more. single mom single mom for I think it was seven years in total and honestly as much as it was hard I can genuinely look back and say some of the best times of my life were as a single mum. Right. You have a really, really great bond with the girls. Um, that's not that easy. And then I met Mark and we had a whirlwind and we got married very quickly and we got pregnant very quickly. Yeah. And then we had Jacob. Was he a honeymoon that, baby? He was very much a honeymoon baby, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we actually honeymooned two weeks after our wedding um because we wanted to take the girls with us and it was after so we yeah. we actually found out we were pregnant on the honeymoon so he's a wedding night baby Love my girls disgust disgusting um, yeah Aww. so there's a big gap but it's great it's really good it's like having extra mums in the house he loves it yeah the girls are very hands-on aren't they they're great they're, they're good they're, they're, they're good they're good yeah and do you want to say that so before you joined me in well the laugh is so Sharon and I've known each other a really long time and um, mm-hmm. since we were probably since I was about 17 16 so definitely before wrinkle before wrinkle yeah our foreheads mm-hmm. are not it. um uh but and even then after your first marriage ended we then um I would have seen the girls a lot and you when you were on your own and then 
but your jo- job title wise, do you want it? So you can, yes. So basically Sharon, I'm trying to say, this is January, 2021. Sharon mm-hmm. only joined my team in, we think it was September. We don't, we're losing. Yeah. We're losing all the dates, but September. Yeah. September so last speaking year. Speaking of whirlwind, it's maybe just how you um, fit best into roles because it's been a whirlwind since you joined me. But before that, tell us a little bit about um, school and your girls are really academic, I believe. They which are, must come yeah. from like you obviously well tell me a little bit about that about school and well about. so yeah I was in I was a Wallace girl which both the girls are which is in uh, Northern Ireland is a school yes. grammar school Sorry. Northern Ireland grammar school yeah uh so I left there in fifth year did not stay to do A levels for personal reasons and moved on to college did two years there went to university for six months in England and said, no, this is horrible. I miss my mom. I'm going home. And what so were you doing there? What were you doing at university or studying? actually doing psychology and criminology. Wow. Um, but I, I, six months into it, I just, I had to come home. I was horrendous being away from my own family. Um, I would say that's one of the biggest differences between you and I is that you're such a travel girl. And I'm like, I want to be at home. I need to be 10 minutes from my mom's house um and then I just fell into my first job in a stockbroker's okay after that I started working for a local manufacturing company again everything has to be five minutes front door and I was there for 16 years until I had Jacob and then it just fit the fit just wasn't right anymore and through a random lunch with me obviously then you were like so what about work and I was like I'm not really loving that I really want to be at home with my baby. I think with age, I realised that I wanted to be at home even more with him. I didn't want to miss out because he's definitely my lap. Yeah. And uh, and then you said, come and work for me. And I was like, no, you live too far away. And you were like, we'll do it on Zoom. I was like, okay. Well, and I that think was- that's what I, um, what I believe whenever you're building your own business is that you have the, uh, well, A, the option, but also the decision. Like I, I, think one of the conversations we had that Sunday lunch that you came over which was totally random Mm -hmm. roast dinner um I think what I was saying to you there was I really want to to provide a space for women to be able to be flexible but successful um in their own space and for it not to feel too much you are very you're better than I would have been now about whenever he sleeps you're happy to work which I never really Mm -hmm. but maybe that's just the difference in rule I just felt like where I start whereas you have a list to work from or whatever. But um, I do think that was a really cool conversation. I think both that, and I, I've spoken about my faith as well on the podcast before, but we, mm-hmm. you also have faith. Do you want to tell us anything about that? Because we did, that when we were on that day, we did feel like that was very much like oh, God, it was given. Yeah. Well, basically, um, I had reached a point in my life, I think it was around 2011, 2012, where everything was an absolute, it was just horrible. I wasn't loving life at all. And a friend took me to church for a baptism of his friend. And I thought, are you joking me? Are you actually joking me? Uh-huh. And I loved it. And I was like, this is crazy. So I fit in. Um, and I did that for about a year. And then I did an alpha course, which I highly recommend. And I, I found Jesus and it was brilliant. And I, I've always said this from the very start, the first time we met, I had thought you were a bit mental. <laughs> Girl, why is she lied? Oh my days. 
and then we I think as usual with girls in a bar we went to the bathroom together and I don't even know how it came up and it came it came to the dark path that you were Christian and I was like which is really good fun how does that work um I remember so I did, that conversation and I'm sure oh, I was driving those are the days that I didn't have drinks yeah, I, I think I might have been driving too <laughs> um, but I I just remember saying uh so I remember talking to my mum about it, who was a Christian and saying I met this girl and Christian it's really great fun and mum was like yes that's possible um and and that I I genuinely believe that God put you in my path for that reason and um, even just being Sophie's goddaughter as well and then yeah. the conversation yeah. so um, and then whenever you were in so the role of what you do for me and um, we're going to talk about that in a minute but but for it seems um I joke about I joked about how Sharon is like one of the most organized people and when Sharon would come to my house even when the boys were tiny I thought geez I better get this place tidy um your role in the manufacturing company and then in what was the one before the debt or oh, the stockbrokers stockbrokers sorry not to yeah what your role there like obviously you were happy in those roles and they oh, fit yeah. yeah so the first one in the stockbrokers in Belfast it was great um and it gave me the basis of like my account knowledge okay but I went in there completely unqualified I didn't have any qualifications to do anything yeah of, of such so I went in as an admin role and just I'm very much I learn as I do stuff I'm not really one that likes to sit and be like lectures yeah um and I got my basis there then when I got married the first time I had Emma then that's when it changed I need to be close to home okay and I fell into the job and it was a again an admin role okay but through it we discovered that my organizing skills are quite quite uh, useful <laughs> so I fell into the role of credit control for the whole company Great. and yeah it was brilliant because I love that and whereas I, loved, I absolutely hate that so, so that you don't like that and yeah. that was the first thing when I started here I was like well let's get this first. <laughs> um but that's so I was credit controller for the company for years uh upon years and then but yeah as I said they were very good with me too they were very flexible I worked part-time Okay. Uh, I made the decision when I had Emma that I was never going to work full time again, even when the rules put it on. Because I really feel it's important yeah. for me personally that I was at home. I sent my kids to school and I collected my kids from school, and that for me was massively important. So I've been very fortunate in that that company as well also accommodated my family life. Yeah. Which is yeah. my first priority. Of. Yeah. Which is lovely to hear actually about. Um, favorite things I guess or the top list and whenever I'm doing the mentoring I talk about mm-hmm. the dartboard and how in the middle and then what whatever you have around yeah. that first circle and then mm-hmm. every other circle around that can move but what is the center will always mm-hmm. remain um and then the role you have for me so you can bring it uh, where do we start Sharon's load is heavy uh we're definitely one of the things we spoke about in December was growing the team by maybe two more people like just yeah something off uh, you a little bit because I do have graphic design and then yeah. there's the um, ads and then there's marketing the designing so yeah. tell me just about you where like when you sit down on a Monday which you love which mm. you don't love um, and you've taught me to love a bit more <laughs> what what do you look at well I think from the start actually you've been keeping a, bo- a book of a log of what the tasks yeah. are so do you want yeah. to share some of those some of your favorites some of your least so favorites? yeah so basically whenever I look at the business as a whole I try to look at what needs to happen 
uh, for, for a year, say. Mm-hmm. And I'll have like long-term goals of things that need to happen and things need to be changed and worked around. And then I'll also have what's achievable in the week and what do we need to do to get through that week. Yeah. And for me, it's the, the speaking with the clients, speaking with customers and liaison with those. I, I love that. That's a great part for me. Uh, and again, I suppose the organising and didn't realize that uh oh there's me that's the dog sorry i can't mimi mimi the reality of life isn't it it is um um no so and then obviously uh sorry you're saying about organizing by the way and i know that you're going to get your hands on my special edition database which is Every yeah. print that goes out has a number. And um, I've been working off that database for a few years now. I never think anything of it. I think it, it's, not, it's not great, but it means it's when someone awful. gets a print, we change the number. So I think the system works. And it's so funny because Sharon, within the space of a week, Sharon and then her eldest daughter, Emma, both mm. were like, this, what, what is this? What is this? <laughs> because it's not even an alphabet. very like me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I hadn't realised and this is where I find a lot of value was that actually I appear to be quite good at marketing and have an yes. idea. Who knew? And I honestly, uh, I didn't ever think I had good ideas apart from what to make for a dinner on a Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, other than that, I was like, oh, I do apparently have a bit of a creative side. I never would have called myself creative in any stretch. Of the well, I think it also comes from understanding the business, you know, from the very yeah. beginning or like um, I have a print um, for anybody that knows my website on here. You can go to figurative and on there, there's a Hey Mama print and it's a, yeah. a, a mom holding a baby. And that was Sharon yeah. texting me on a random day last yeah. year and saying, Al, would you ever think about doing one of your ink drawings with, so you've been in it a while. That again, you know, to go back to faith, that that came from God. Mm. That was very much a dream that then I prayed about the next day and was like, what even is this? And all I remember thinking at the time was I wish I could draw. Yeah. Because I knew what I want on a page. You still wish that, don't you? I still wish that. If Sharon could draw, we would be <laughs> I tell you, people will be wanting no. us on their podcast now. <laughs> I remember this definitely I can be creative without a paintbrush in my hand, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, so that again, but and that again was one of the moments where I was like, actually, maybe I do have something to add. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, And then in terms of your own dreams for, because we did that as well, a bit of like a dream board thing. Um, (laughs) You can come back to that that if you want. But yeah, it's funny. So just to give people um, a bit of an insight as well into the business. So we're doing the, the dream board and it was just like, we had quite a long meeting that day. It was our last meeting before it last December. Meeting, yeah. And it was also yeah. our last in-person one. Um, and we're sitting like across the desk from each other. And I'm like, I want to, you know, basically, I could, I think I have it here somewhere. You know, whatever I want to achieve money-wise. And I want to go here. And I want to do this. And I want to. And then I'm like, Sharon, what about you? What dreams do you have? And what was your, I can't remember what the. I just said I'd like to know a little bit more about how things are done. <laughs> I'd like to be a little bit more knowledgeable. And Ali was like, do of course. I was like, oh, yeah, maybe that would be not nice. even that. It was just like that is where I feel very privileged to have you because I think if you if we both were like we want the stars, we want the sky. Yes. That's where you're work. you're the practical one. And I think I even said that yes. on yes, Sunday. I was like, I'll do a, even Sunday past, I'll do a brainstorm for January and then you'll tell me mm-hmm. how practical it is. You'll so. tell me how to work it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but in I, terms I, of other dreams, do you have I just love to hear people's 
my dreams, honestly, and it's so cheesy, but I'm so content with where I am right now. Mm-hmm. That's not to say I don't have dreams, but I think at this stage in my life, I'm I'm so content with my relationship with my kids, so content with my relationship with my husband mm-hmm. that I just think I don't really know that there's much there's nothing there's nothing massive. Mm-hmm. Like I have dreams like I would love a new kitchen put in. That's not realistic because I have toddler so it's not gonna happen right now yeah um and I suppose for me my my biggest thing is at some point I know I want to sell this house and I want to live on a beach mm-hmm. I don't know where the beach is yet but that I just want I have very simple simple dreams but that's me. great and I think that's what yeah. I I hope to do with the business so I, I obviously dreams they're they're, they're essential but yeah. um, I think happiness and that's what you know we're talking about even the mm. well-being side of a uh, last year of what I offered from the business and gave people a space yeah. self-care like yeah. I do think I'm rooted and hoping people will be happy yeah. too so that's lovely yeah. to hear from you and <laughs> um, one of the things I talk about with people is how they deal with fear do you have any tips on that that's just in general so that might be whenever you were out with the girls on your own or um the thought of leaving your last job or um you know the kids going growing up yeah. is it what how do you deal with fear even outside of maybe prayer or whatever but are there any practical yeah. things I think uh I've got much better at it with age okay because I've realized that the world doesn't stop spinning even if those things do happen yeah uh so I would say I tend to cry a lot if I'm yeah. scared <laughs> that's my first reaction is to cry I took the girls to Disney Paris when, when they were I think they were three and four and I did by myself now I would barely go to Belfast by myself yeah at this stage and I took them to Disney Paris by myself and I remember arriving at the airport and saying well this isn't going to work I'm going to fly home again uh-huh. so I was terrified and I didn't speak the language and I'd lost the buggy and I missed the taxi to the hotel and everything just to me was that was one of that was honestly one of the most fearful moments in my life that I was right. in a foreign country and I didn't know what to do so I rang my mum obviously and yeah. she was like she was like take a deep breath and just look around you and ask for help mm-hmm. and that has always stuck with me now that when I am fearful I will do the emotional part first I always seem to do that bit first like flight of fight and I do that and then I sit down and go right who can actually help me mm-hmm. to, to do to do this and sometimes I don't need help sometimes I just need to remind myself that I can do it myself and other times I just find the person who can help me with it yeah. Which a lot of the times it's going to be family or Mark or my pastor or a friend. Well, interestingly, that's what you'd said to me this week because I am um, with the boys being home from school yeah. now in Northern Ireland. We're in another lockdown. Um, and the boys are off and um, not in school. So I was really not great on Tuesday and um, just didn't know how I was going to juggle everything. Yeah. I think you'd said something similar to me. You were like, take, yeah. the, take, the take help whatever there. help you can, you can get. That's my advice to people and stuff. And I suppose as well, with just having recently had Jacob. And after I had Jacob, I had horrendous postnatal anxiety. I'd mm-hmm. never done anything like it. And it took a long time to realise that I needed help with that. Yeah. And that I didn't have to do it by myself. And actually now I just feel like, you, you need to take the help. I tell every new mum that. And take the help that's there. And what about um? How do you? What about what? What is your motivating factor? How do you motivate yourself? Like this is I don't I think you're quite motivated anyway. But are there ever times? So especially in the creative business, um. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually know what your answer is probably going to be with this. 
But anyway, um, in a creative business. I? <laughs> well, I think you're going to say just show up, um, which is what I do. We will do. But for yeah. um, so like the likes of this month, January is a quiet month, like for yeah. pretty much anybody in retail. Um, and mm-hmm. certainly with creatives, you can go like you're in a bit of a roller coaster and you're always um, in a creative business. You're always the one who's, you know, thinking about innovation and how to execute and which is the mm-hmm. best way to go and what stats were like. But um, sometimes you just can be really demotivated and it takes maybe like a walk around the block or whatever. Are there anything, yeah. you would, any advice you would give for how to motivate yourself? I suppose for me, again, it comes back to parenting. I've always had to get up. I've always had to get up and start my day because I did seven years with baby by myself. Yeah. So you can't stay in bed and you can't do nothing. Now, there were days I maybe just made it out of bed and sat on the sofa, but that was still getting up. In terms of a business and in terms of a work life, um it does just come down to just showing up mm-hmm. I think in previous jobs because I was employed yeah I never really had quite a few months I just got up and I went to work and I loved what I did yeah so that really helped I suppose for me if you're going to do something and, and commit your life to it make sure it's something you really love and don't yeah. even I try to tell my girls this so we're doing GCSE courses at the minute and I'm like let's not focus on what that career is going to earn you financially let's focus on what is going to make you really happy in your heart so that every day you go to work you're like great yeah. they're not always be great but you know um well passion so it, isn't it something that's passionate. it is it's something that, and, and obviously um for me this is different now because I'm self-employed mm-hmm. I'm watching you build your business and it's scary to know that it could just like that be taken away mm-hmm. but for me then that's the motivation is to just keep pushing forward to know that you're building on something and it's it's giving you value and it's giving other people value. And and looking at people's feedback from stuff like work actually that motivates anyone. When yeah. people send emails and messages and be like, I got lost in the moment, that was so good, I forgot that I could do that. It's great. That, yeah. that and that's what's cool is like so you can also see in the youtube if you're watching this on youtube you can scroll down and you'll see sharon's daughters again sharon believing in the business from a very long oh, yeah. time ago um, but like i made those um my youtube channel's been going a really long time and i was saying to my so god to you the other day like i thought dear love me like i made those i was heavily oh, pregnant nobody gave a toss about them but i'm so glad i did that i'm so glad you did that time, time so fun I, yeah yeah um and then the other thing is um do you have any advice for people thinking about a creative business now that you're as you're saying self-employed which is what essentially so any of the mentoring that I do often at the minute the way it stands is people are in a job yeah and they're thinking of like pushing forward with the creative Mm -hmm. side or they already have the two of them and they think I can't do both so not mm-hmm. not exactly the same but whenever I was a photographer I got to the stage where the photography was fruitful and brilliant yeah. and consistent but I had to literally pull the plug and I remember I sold all my equipment and everything that. I know, um, I know. just so that I would be all in mm-hmm. with the painting but I went back to zero or to 50 pounds or whatever and mm-hmm. uh, um, that's what Michael and I laughed by like the just doing the food shop every week and you're probably the same whenever you were single parenting like figuring yeah. out the, pe- the pennies when you do look after the pennies look after the pounds not they say yeah i'm so thankful for those yeah you know, um non-branded companies that were as yeah good as the, the pumpers like, yeah 
it is amazing yeah. how you learn and I'm so thankful I did that but do you have any advice for people thinking about it like sort of um erring on the side of caution or throw caution to the wind or in between or uh, just anything from having well, joined in October yeah I suppose it, it goes back to again for me it's a faith thing so yeah. I can fall back on that um but prior to that moving jobs moving house starting family getting the relationship any of those things if you want it it's just going to come down to commitment yeah and belief brilliant and sometimes you just have to be really bold yeah. and just step out and say well I'm just going to show up and show up show up and just be bold and and just if it makes your heart happy then I'm very much for it mm-hmm. and I would be quite I remember a friend saying this to me years ago and had to look up what it meant like you're quite impetuous aren't you Sharon and I was like am I okay that's a good word what is it google um it's just that you don't always think things through it's just like in the spur of the moment you make a decision she was referring to it. it's probably me um but I was like yeah and I'm, I'm not just as much anymore because there's more responsibilities in life mm-hmm. but I still believe that if you have a piece about something that then it's the right yeah and it, it I think that is why um me looking at, at my um how I view the business and what I want other people to view of the business you and I may be very different but we definitely feel the same about yeah. education and about lifestyle and about happiness and how yeah. that is it's a very and especially now at the minute with COVID and exams being all over the place I, I understand I understand people are going mad and doing whatever mm-hmm. part of me wants to say um I got one eye star and I went to our college came out with nothing I had nothing you know was yeah. waitressing yeah. two times a week and babysitting yeah. three times a week and I'm okay I'm okay yeah but I understand that you need education and I actually really I want to go back and do a PhD so I, it's funny yeah. and then you want to learn more I suppose it's I want to learn more what choosing what you want but you don't know that until you dabble yeah so that again comes back to the conversation we're having at the minute that I'm like so I went to a really good primary school mm-hmm. and I got the A star or whatever it was at the time in my 11 plus yeah. time, given away my age. And then I went on to a grammar school and then I went on to university, which obviously I did drop out of. But I have pointed out the fact that I don't believe that anything I learned in the classroom has got me to where I am now. Yeah. That's not to say education doesn't have a place, just to say that education isn't always restricted to four walls. Yeah. You know, and it's not always going to look like your next door neighbor's education, and it's not always going to look like your best friend's education. But you're you learn so much as you go through life, and experience yeah. is is where a lot of it comes from. And if trying you want to, to tell them not to worry, you know. Yes, exactly. We were saying about the girl, you know, we we're saying about the girls being academic, and they are very good and committed. Oh. My boys are very different, and they one was I heard them chatting um yesterday, and one was like. I hate maths and others said oh I hate English and they're they're so um different but I yeah trying to tell them when they, they, they fail things or they don't get good mark you know we have one now in, in grammar school yeah. a big big yeah. school and he you know if it doesn't get an A or whatever I'm like it's okay you still and your effort is A you know they're showing that you're yeah. um because that yeah you had got me to look at his school report recently and was like does that look okay and I was like brilliant it's brilliant I hadn't even looked at the exam results. I'd looked at his effort. Exactly. I was like, they're amazing. Because as long as you're putting the effort in, I know. I'm never bothered by the end results. Because if yeah. you're putting the effort in, you're doing the best. And that's always my view on it. 
And it's kind of a means to an end, but you don't get that when you're in school. I suppose it's your biggest no. thing, isn't it? It's your big. No. Imagine if you could have a conversation with 16-year-old Alan. I know. The things you tell her. I know, actually. I wonder. I mm. had, um, I, I actually really enjoyed school, but I had very bad memory. Like you were saying about that, us chatting. I, my memory is shocking. I don't really remember. I don't remember huge amounts. I remember um, parts of it. I, I don't yeah. remember anything. No, maybe maybe I, we did, yeah we liked it, but it was just a well, it was just yeah. thunder, wasn't it, with your friends? It was, yeah, it was a day out. It was. And are you reading anything at the minute? I was going to ask this to everybody. Are you reading any book so, apart from the Bible? You know, start to finish or something. You're going to say <laughs> you are, aren't you? <laughs> um, but hold on, I have. Well, I've got a book sitting behind me, but also I'm reading a book by Dr. John Andrews called Love. Okay, it is biblically based, though. Sorry. Oh, is that's all right. It's um, good. You're the I, one holding up the spiritual side of the business. Um, I did get a book for Christmas. I, I think it's it's still a shower. That's all right. So, yeah, even um, with all your baths, Sharon has like two hour baths. Even with those baths, do you not just sit and read them? No, I wash the crown. Oh, very good. Oh, I never thought oh, of bringing the iPad. I'm new to baths, everybody. Sharon's looking uh, at me through. She's like, "What? You don't?" But, but you know what? It's only very recently that I got a bath board. And it has changed my life. So I put a candle at either. And it, Jacob got a duck. Sophie got Jacob for Jacob Santa. Well, yeah. a duck for Christmas, which is the perfect shape to hold the phone. Brilliant. And I watched the crime and nobody's allowed to talk to me. Isn't that funny? Because I was gifted a, ga- a bath board. Um, it must be nearly two years ago now. And I genuinely asked my friend Avril, would you like you it? Because she loves bath. And then yeah. Michael was like, um, I love a bath. Keep it, keep it for me. So the backboard, and even now I used it this week. Yeah, yeah. This week. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Have you any um other inputs now on the what COVID, how are you feeling of the year 2020? In terms of my business, it's obviously been frighteningly great, which was yeah. but I am yeah, not feeling it in terms of exhaustion. So yeah. do you but how how is your 2020 and what how are you feeling by 2021? Whatever, whatever angle you want to go at. Uh, 2020, whenever I have like watched stuff happening online, everyone is up in arms and complaining and 2020 is an awful year and da, da, da. And for me, I can genuinely say 2020 was one of the best years of my life. Yeah. So not everyone is in that boat and people have lost people and I, I completely understand that. And I know that it hasn't been easy. My scariest moment in 2020, not, was when you got COVID because it was so real then. Mm-hmm. And I seen the effects it had on you and I seen the effects that it had on the business. It yeah. was amazing uh, how quickly it, it affected the business. But no, 2020 for me was great because I had, no, I was very blessed in that the girls are very academic and very content to do their own work. So I didn't have to homeschool anyone. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't envy anyone in that situation but then you did have a child was he has he is he so i had yeah does he he's only one no he's he's 18 months now so i had at the start of lockdown jacob would have been nine months like eight months yeah so i had the girls at home the whole time with their brother and they experienced all his firsts they were there when he did that falling when he started you know babbling and, and recognizing people and eating and all of those things so for me, it was an amazing experience. We are definitely closer and tighter because of it. The girls learned a lot more about how house works, yeah. you know, in terms of how much I actually do. Yeah. Because they've seen it, they were there all the time. And 
guess for us, we became a bit more reliant on each other for company. Mm. That's all we had. Yeah. So no, 2023 was great. 2021, I would say I'm going into it definitely optimistic and hopeful for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't know how 2021 is going to work. People well, it feels like, work. yeah, and also I think the government, like all the changes in terms of what we can mm-hmm. literally every day, it feels something's yeah. different. So Sophie came in and said something there. Uh, Mum, there's a further lockdown until March. And I was like, what? Just yeah. check your email. So I was like, you check my email. I don't care. So she checked it and then she was like, no, it doesn't say anything. And I went, listen, let's just wait. Because we're not even in February. So let's just do January. Yeah. And I suppose that's always been my approach. Is let's just, it's the next step. In fact, you said it to me once when I was really struggling after having Jacob. Oh, one nappy, um, one feed. You were like, it? one nappy to the next, one feed to the next, one nappy to the next. And that's, that's just how... And I, and I I had always had that approach, but sometimes you just need reminders. Don't, don't you? Yeah, you just need to be told. I know, you lose yourself yeah. in the moments of exhaustion and emotion. And that's yeah. my other thing. Emotions aren't real. Emotions are not facts. Yeah. Ah, so very good. Try to base big decisions or anything like that on emotions. It's, it's what is actually factual. Yeah. And just up. now, when you're wrapping up, did someone make that lovely wee uh, print there behind you and that painting? Yeah. <laughs> I was gifted that. I was gifted that while we processed orders. And I think you had dirtied the back of the print. And I said, damn it anyway, it'll be in a frame. And you went, no. No, but you can it. have it. That's me. I just yeah. threw things out. I know. I know. So, yes, thanks for that. There's Very good product placement. If anyone's interested. <laughs> there she's doing her job now <laughs> brilliant well thank you so much for starting my thank you interviews um that's been a lovely start i'm actually really excited now about interviewing people but now do you get it now too it's going to be because sharon's yes. going to be the one doing all the um yeah. editing and uploading. editing see it's all learning you can learn in your 40s everyone well I yeah I just want to say that that is so true about you so I could talk to Sharon about how to do something how to do something how to do something but yeah. she sits beside me once and sees it once and then and it's really for me it's really exciting to see you don't that, need that is how advice. I learn yeah that is how I learn if you show me something I'll look at you and go I'll do what on GarageBand but if you show me it once then I'll be like that's fine and then yeah. last night um, Adele who I should probably actually interview as well um, who helps with the business too Definitely. we were out on our uh, walk you know because you're allowed to walk with one other person yeah. and um, last night and she said something about I unsubscribe from all my you know the clothing companies because Sharon and Adele and I are doing this thing where we're not going to buy any clothes for the foreseeable we're hoping for the year for the year well if, I get a hol- if we get a holiday we're allowed yeah. um, we're allowed to buy a bikini or I'll share clothes but Adele also giggled because she knows I don't have very many clothes she was like Ali I'll go I'll lend you some but um what what I was saying to her was when she said about this about unsubscribing and I said oh I don't even like all those things go into my promotions folder what's that and she loves organization and I was like oh Sharon Sharon organized my emails so I don't even see those she's like how do you do that so yeah you obviously (laughs) learned how to do that and um, yeah when I can't find something, I'm like, Sharon, and she's like, oh, it's in the folder that's titled that, Ali. A lot of folders, yeah. Brilliant, well, thank you. Um, yeah, have a great day. Rest yes, day. you too. Thank you for sharing you and for being part of my business. Love it. And for being on the podcast. It means a lot. Very welcome. It's a great start. Very welcome. Right. Okay.
Bye. Bye. I'll just finish off by saying um, if you want to subscribe, that would be great. And you can also leave a little review, which helps me, uh, helps my ranking, let's be honest. And it means that anybody who's wanting to build a creative business in a noisy world, they'll get the best help, care of myself and now I have my PA. So thanks for watching and I'll see you on and listening. I'll see you on the other side.